Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you go to the Crawford Art Gallery website and scroll down to the Work of the Week section, you can have a look at this week's Work of the Week. And to set the scene, we're going to play a track from Martin Hayes and Dennis Cahill, just to give you a feel for this week's Work of the Week, with a little bit of help from curator Michael Waldron. We just stood here in front of this wall of faces. And for the last couple of minutes, Michael, you've been finding connections between the paintings. We'll talk about them in a minute. <laughs> but the, the one that we're actually looking at at the moment is Dermot O'Callaghan's. And when I was reading your article about it, I was looking at the date that was next to it, and it was like 1940 to 1970, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was just thinking, oh, obviously they didn't know exactly when it was painted, so it was roughly sometime between 1940 and 1970. How wrong could I be? It's a more interesting story than that. It took a while. It took a while because he started it in the 1940s when he actually taught in this building when (laughs) it was the Crawford School of Art. Okay. And he didn't finish it until the 1970s because he kind of, as they say, he reworked it. And uh, his daughter, Noelle, remembers him reworking it. Oh, does she? I know Noelle, actually. I knew her. We were all in college around the same time. Amazing. And an artist in her own right. Yeah. She remembers him reworking it, but it actually had been sort of in his studio, essentially in the attic, for decades. And so it is an image both of 1940s Cork and 1970s Cork. You can see how he updated it when you look at it. If you just describe it first, because that's the part that's interesting. I mean, one thing that catches anybody's eye when they look at this is the colour. It's very colourful. It's magical with its colour palette. It is. It's very vividly coloured. Yes. Dermot O'Callaghan was, was known for his use of colour. This is an oil painting. And so what we have is sort of a scene of Cork City, but it's really focused on one figure. Yeah. And so the figure takes up maybe the half, half of the right-hand side of the canvas. Okay. And he's a young man. He's the fiddler, the fiddler of the title. So he's got a fiddle tucked under his chin. He's got everything in the right place. So he's he's got his left hand outstretched, working the The bow, working the strings. And then he's with his right hand, he is working the bow. Oh, yes. Sorry. So my left, my right. (laughs) (laughs) So you have his kind of 
his focus on his task of, of playing. Yeah. And he's in a lovely kind of dark waistcoat, billowy white shirt, some grey pants with a big belt buckle, <laughs> and a, a shock of, of ginger hair. There's connections there, but we'll talk about them in a minute as well. Just below the fiddler there now, there's a couple of characters, well-known faces that you would have seen around Cork. And yeah. you can, well, I still remember them a few years ago when they were still around. Yeah. And they're the Shawleys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the fiddler is in our foreground. In the middle ground behind him, you see presumably two elderly women, Shawleys, yeah. wrapped in their shawls, deep in conversation. Totally wrapped in each other. Yeah. yeah. And there was a there was a bench right there on Lavitt's Key. Ah. Literally, you could see it outside of the room that we're in currently right in. Now, if you look out the window, <laughs> you could see that. And, and the view behind them yeah. is of Patrick's Bridge, the traffic crossing it, and then the buildings beyond on Patrick's Key. Now, there's an interesting fact that you kind of wrote about as well. The way he updated the picture, there's a connection, family connections as well. So we start talking about all the little family connections. The fiddler himself, first of all, yeah. the red-headed boy, <laughs> that's modelled on or modelled by... The artist's brother. Yeah. So his Dermot's brother, Dennis, who's still with us, oh. is the fiddler of the title. Okay. And so he is quite boyish in this. Yeah. You know, if this is the 1940s when it's begun, he's maybe in his teens, I would say. Yeah. And then I suppose there's another family connection then, because in the background, crossing Patrick's Bridge, the 1970s element. Yeah. So he updated the bridge a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just uh, some upgrades. <laughs> and I had to look really close at it to figure out what is this? Because at first I thought it was a pile-up on the bridge, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, for all the world it is a pile-up, but actually the traffic isn't going chaotic. It's actually a car transporter crossing the bridge. Yeah. And so all the cars are kind of up at angles. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. forming a sort of pyramid. If you can imagine a car transporter, like a double-decker, yeah. with the cars stacked. Yeah. And it's likely coming from the Docklands yeah. and the Ford factory, <laughs> which was still open at the time. That's where the artist's brother, Paddy, used to work. So there's a little tribute to <laughs> yeah. another member of the family. Exactly. And Noelle is quiet at the moment at this stage, <laughs> his daughter. Well, Noelle was very helpful in yeah. when we were doing research on this particular painting. Because, okay. of course, she remembers it. She, obviously, she remembers her father making it. Yeah. And she has all of that family knowledge. But what's wonderful is she also filled in another bit of the family history, which was because her mother was from Drawbridge Street. So Drawbridge Street is, again, just That's across the, the square from yeah. us. Okay. Her... I think great-grandmother was known as Ma Martin, and she was a shawley. <laughs> and I wonder, is Ma Martin uh, there uh, sitting on the yeah, key? Yeah. <laughs> so the location is not a coincidence. The inclusion of the shawleys is not a coincidence. The fact that his brother is there, so it's almost like a little essay in praise of his family links, yeah. his sense of place, his sense of belonging, you know, belonging to a family, being part of a family... Yeah. So it's a bit of a tribute to everything that he owes to his family and to the city. The family, city, the community. You have, have the river flowing, you have the energy of the city, and then you have all of those family connections. And of course, he worked in this building, so this was his hinterland, essentially. <laughs> he knew everyone walked past the door, they came into the school, he went out for lunch or whatever. This was his 
his stomping ground, yeah. essentially. Yeah. It's um, yours now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just following in his footsteps. Okay. But a, a really just joyful image, mm. I think. Mm. It's uplifting. It is. It's a lovely one to come and see. I mean, you see the company that the, the painting keeps as well then. Because they're all kind of related to each other. Yeah. All the, the paintings around them. You've cracked it. <laughs> no, so, you cracked it. <laughs> there's a little bit of a link between them. So the wall that this painting is on really is about some of the people who have shaped this building, this yeah. site, over the centuries. Ah. Now, if you were to put everyone on the wall, you'd run out of walls very quickly. Okay. So we've just done a little bit of a, a cross-section, let's okay, say. Yeah, yeah. So... The Fiddler by Dimitri of Calicon is hanging above two paintings, two portraits. One is by his own student, Canon E.P. Mills, okay. and one is by his own teacher, <laughs> and, and her name was Mary O'Neill or Miss O'Neill. Okay. There's the connection of attending here as a student and then obviously being a staff member and those generations of, of links. So you can do a little kind of guessing game, you know, did the teacher <laughs> rub off on the student very well or not? See if there's any influences. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then other paintings on the wall and, and drawings and photographs and silhouettes relate to former curators. So the very first curator of the gallery in the 1890s was a man named John O'Mahony. There's a lovely painting of a botanist called Michael Holland and he lived in North Mall. And then we have a photograph of a former headmaster from the 1880s, and his name was James Brennan. So you can, you can just dip okay. into their, their stories in the exhibition and get a sense of the place. These people were in these rooms. We're following in their footsteps. Well, these are happy ghosts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they have good memories. There's a lot more going on in this room, like the painting, more than meets the eye. And you're actually filling up some cabinets at the moment as well with some little goodies which people will discover now over the next while. Yeah, we decided that the exhibition is called Site of Change, and, you know, the exhibition can also change a little. Yeah. So we've decided to introduce some display cabinets, and in those we'll put old prospectuses, old visitor books, and so on. So that they're kind of visual interest, but also interesting yeah. objects in their own right. They tell the story of this place, and some people might even remember them. That's grand. <laughs> Listen, this is a story that just keeps, keeps on giving. All I can say is thanks a million, Mike. Thanks a million, Connor. Yeah.